Hey everyone, it's John. Welcome back to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn. Let's take a journey to 1993. From handling the Book of the Dead the wrong way to shooting his boomstick with infinite ammo, let's join Bruce Campbell as he fights legions of the dead with a chainsaw, gunpowder, and one snarky insult after another. This film is truly a classic. It's so much fun and super quotable. But before we jump in, please go find me on Twitter and Instagram at BSP Film Podcast. You can also check out the Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn Facebook page. Or if you have a suggestion for a film to review or a topic you'd like me to discuss, please drop me a line at BSP Film Podcast at Gmail. Okay, that's out of the way. I was lucky enough to have my friend Drew back on the show, and we had a great discussion. So grab your popcorn and your Necronomicon, and let's chat the brilliant finale of Sam Raimi's Evil Dead trilogy, Army of Darkness. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. They caught a shark, not the shark. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. We're tonight's entertainment. Get some serious gourmet. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I you. You're gonna do something or just stand there and bleed. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Here's Johnny. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we have Army of Darkness on the table. One of my favorite horror movies. One of my favorite movies. Like, I just fucking love this one. This is such a silly, cheesy, campy, great mess of a film. And uh, I'm privileged I have Drew back here with me. And, yeah, man, we're going to get right into it. Like, Army of Darkness. Like, coming off of a... a is it's the capping point of a of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi's Evil Dead series. Yeah, Evil Dead One, which was what it was, very. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very graphic. Very, yes, it was. Yeah, it was very very bloody. Yeah, and was, then it was very on one side of the spectrum for horror movies. Agreed. And then yep. we have Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, the sequel, and there was just. Basically, it was the same movie all over again. Yep. But it was really funny. A lot of good. It, it, and I think the the second one was the transition to where he to where the they realized that like, hey, we're gonna get more out of this if we you know make it so like because the the first one while well, yes very graphic, um, but it just didn't have like the same punch as at especially at the time as other horror movies. It mm-hmm. just did not have that same punch. Uh, but I think they capitalized on that by kind of transitioning to the, okay, you know, Evil Dead 2, and then, of course, Army of Darkness, which, when that came out, I don't I don't know at that time, and I'd, I'd probably have to do some research, but I think at that time, that was the, that type of movie had not really been, been done or been done as well as that, because it was... It really was. They they took it and they were like, okay, we're gonna make this horror, but you know what? We're gonna make it funny as well. And yeah, like uh, I remember um, watch uh, seeing the movie poster and looking at it like at first glance, like wow, wow, it looks really fucking scary, and dark. Mm-hmm. And then like I I read the the time the 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 tagline is like trapped in time, surrounded by evil. 
low on gas. Mm. Like, what? Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then I watched it, and I was like, yep. this is fucking ridiculous. Yep. This is... You know, cause before I watched Army of Darkness, before I watched any of the Evil Dead movies. Same here. Yep. I, I know the other. I was I saw it when I was a kid. I had no idea there was a connection. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who Sam Raimi was. And Bruce Campbell as mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the fucking coolest asshole character. Yep. Yep. <laughs> as Ash, yep. you know, and then I watched it and I was like, this isn't scary. This is, yep. this is a fucking Saturday morning cartoon. Yep. <laughs> That's what this yep. is, and. uh God, I just love it so much. Like I can watch this movie any day. Oh, absolutely. I could it's so quotable, it's so cheesy, it's so fun. Yep. Um Oh man, how do we start though? We start Ashes he's back in time. And then we get a quick yeah. uh we get the quick synopsis of what happened at the end of Evil yep. Dead Two where he gets he's... sucked in and he's now Yeah, he gets sucked in, his car gets sucked in. Yeah, um, like that. That stuff gets sucked in and then you know transported back in time. And yeah, I mean that's that's really how Army of Darkness starts. Is like he's in chains, and then it's like, oh, well, here's how he got in chains real quick. And okay, now he's back in chains. Yeah, and he's back in time. He's in the the medieval ages. Yep. There's knights and there's yep. kings and there's all those kinds of mm-hmm. weird shit going on. And and he's a like they they immediately enslave him which is funny because now my name is ash and i am a slave close as i can figure it the year is 1300 a.d and i'm being dragged to my death it wasn't always like this i had a real life once later on i watched our uh, evil dead 2 and the same s- situation happened he got stuck back in time at the, mm-hmm. end, at the end of Evil Dead 2 but when he gets sent back in time at that movie he gets hail as a hero and they're like hail hail and he's like mm-hmm. no he's trapped back in time and they're they kind of worship him like some sort of god almost and then this movie starts they're like fuck all that he's a slave mm-hmm. let's chain his ass up yep. we're gonna take him to our place and we're gonna yep. do whatever we want to do he's with him. different he's a slave he's yeah and oh, this movie is such a fucking riot well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. This is, you know, the people that get afraid of scary movies, this is not that kind of movie where mm-hmm. you need to be afraid of. Correct. Um, this is a movie where it's like, yeah, I don't know who this is for, but unless you're the person who likes to have fun. I think so, yeah. I it, think that this is just a fun movie uh, they, they took a genre of horror and i think they made it fun and that's what it's for it's like yeah there you know there's some of course disgusting things that happen throughout the movie and all that but it's not like none of it is like malicious to try and get a person to be like so scared it's not like it's like no this happened and okay well now this happened and it's funny You know, your shoelace is untied. All right. Who wants some? Who's next? Huh? 
How about it? Who wants some? Huh? Who wants to have a little? This, this almost like send up of of silly situations. It's mm. got like almost like a Monty Python kind yep. of a feel. Yeah. Where it's like we're in this ridiculous situation. Like this never happens. Like guy mm. gets sent back in time. And and he's got to fight the the dead, but we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Got a chainsaw and his hand. Yeah, like his hand. So, backstory for those of you who haven't seen any of these movies: in Evil Dead Two, Ash's hand, one of his hands gets possessed by evil, and he takes a chainsaw, lops it off. I think that's actually the actual verb he uses. I lopped it off mm-hmm. with the wrist, and then he attaches the chainsaw to his own hand, and it's like this secondary appendage meant to mm-hmm. fucking kill people and it's, it's it's fantastic but anyway so he gets he's in chains and he has no he has no chainsaw his mm-hmm. shotgun's gone his boomstick is is yep. is not to be seen yep. the wizard has all that the wizard has all that and uh strange one and he's lumped he's lumped into this group of uh, the rival that gets into a kingdom and like the rival kingdom's people to include a leader, it was like Red uh, Henry Henry the yeah, Red. Red Henry the Red. Yep, Henry the Red. Yeah, he, he's in, in, like lumped in that group of prisoners, yep. and therefore he must be in league mm-hmm. with them. And they sent him to the pit, and and they had like this, <laughs> I don't know, like evil zombie corpses in the pit that like are something. Yeah, some sort of evil <laughs> witch zombie hybrid thing that's that can apparently do like a triple double back. Flip, and <laughs> land it, and then kill people. Uh, yeah, like, like the first prisoner that wants to get back to the castle in the beginning of the movie, he gets dropped in the pit, and like this blood fountain spews out. Yep. It's so over the top. It's mm-hmm. so oh my gosh, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And he's next, and he jumps in there, and he gets out, and they and like he, it's so like stupid. Like he gets, <laughs> they throw the chainsaw down at him, and it's like this. Great iconic scene. He lifts yep. up like he's a sports player, and like chainsaw locks into yep. his wrist, and he like turn the gas and the oil is fine. Yeah, apparently turns, turns right fine. on. Yeah, turns right on. <laughs> he just starts carving people up. Oh my god! And he takes his belt. He just like <laughs> he, he, it's like he's Indiana Jones, and he just is like, ah, oh, chain's going up. Let me use my belt real quick, and you know, make way, strange one. Gets out of the pit and blows away the rest of the the, the, the next zombie with his, his shotgun and he's worshipped as a hero and but in the, the day he's a selfish prick because he is but in his defense he just wants to go home. I shall see you dead. 
All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. It's a 12 gauge double barreled Remington, S Mart's top of the line. You can find this in the sporting goods department. That's right, this sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Retails for about $109.95. It's got a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. That's right, shop smart. Shop S-Mart. You got that? Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. This is true, yeah, and that's where, and also his, uh, his one statement when, uh, when he's being, like, you know, fed grapes and stuff, and homegirl comes up to him to apologize, and he's like, yeah, go blow. Blow. Like, screw it. Yeah. Blow. Um, you know, I, I could see that, be, and I could see her part, too, because she thought he was evil and part of, you know, Red Henry's, or Henry the Red's army or whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, you know, he's just proven himself, and now he's getting the special treatment, and he's just like, yeah, fuck off. He's lapping it up, he's... Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Like, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm here, I'm still gonna try and get home, but at the same time, feed me more grapes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, uh... And it's so funny because this 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 movie is so like over the top. You know, mm-hmm. he um, they're like he's he's like I want to go home, and so, but it's funny they send him to go get the Book of the Dead, which is the Necronomicon, mm-hmm. to bring back. Mm-hmm. They don't have like a posse to go with him to help him out. Yeah, it's like that. hey, fuck you, man. You want to go home? You get the book the mm-hmm. damn your damn self. Yeah, and we're gonna give you seven of our best, you know, guards or something like that. Like no, it's like no, bro. Go get it. Yeah, it's all it's all mm-hmm. on you. It's a one man yeah. show. You want to go home? No one else wants to go home. We're already here. Yep, we're already here. We're already getting the shit beaten out of us. We don't care. No. So. <laughs> yeah. And he has to. <laughs> the, probably the funniest part of that movie was when he has to recite the words. Mm-hmm. He has to say the exact words. Yep. He has to enunciate every syllable and yep. just naturally he just fucking butchers it. Oh yeah. Well. Seems fairly obvious. <clears throat> Ooh, wait a minute. The words. Right, right, right. Say the words. <clears throat> Plateau. Barata. Mm. Necktie. Nectar Nickel oh, Noodle It's an N word It's definitely an N word It's definitely an N word Klaatu Miranda Okay then That's it that's the problem. Like the Army of Darkness is his fault. Mm-hmm. Like the whole point of the movie is because he screws up. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that says about like taking responsibility for your actions <laughs> or self accountability, but basically it's just like 
you want to go home, you got to do the right way. There's no shortcuts. There's no roundabout way of doing it. You got to do the right way. And he didn't do it the right way. And because of that, people get killed. Yep. You oh, know, yeah. A bunch they, of people. Oh, man. What was your, uh, you know, what did you think about this movie before you saw it? Well, I mean, I was very, uh, I was very similar to uh, what you said earlier. As far as like, I saw the, uh, like, I saw the poster for it, and I thought, like, okay, you know, this is gonna be a horror movie. And then I, you know, I think it might have been on TV or something. I can't remember so long ago. Um, I saw like some previews, and I was like, oh, like this is nothing. Like this is not a horror movie. And then I ended up watching it on VHS, and I was like, holy crap! Like this is not VHS even. Oh yeah, VHS. Oh man, and I was like yeah. throwback. Yep, I was like, oh, this is absolutely not because one of my buddies had this thing where he would like, he did this thing where he would make like mix VHSs of the best scenes, you know. Oh wow, like a mixtape, but like... yeah, like a mixtape, but for video. Like one of his was like the best scenes for the devil, and it was uh, Tim Curry and Legend, his laugh. Oh yeah, which yeah. You know, wow, I mean, that's if, a good if, you, one. if you've never seen Legend, Tim Curry laughing in Legend is epic. He's probably one of the best devils ever played. Um, Agreed. But anyway, so like it was, it was on one of those mixtapes, and uh, yeah, it came out, and I was like, "Oh, what's that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's Army of Darkness." So we we watched it, and I was like, "Oh, this movie's awesome! I love it." Yeah. You know, so I mean, I I loved it from the from the moment I saw it. Uh, I I understand that, and especially having you know years from now, seeing the uh, the first and the second one, and seeing what they were set out to be, and then what it became. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a good job with doing that because I don't think the the horror genre was. I think they were a little at the time too much to go into the horror genre the way that they did. It was very graphic. It was very in-your-face. Um, but I think them transitioning to the uh, to the freaking comedic role was awesome because it, it absolutely delivers on all levels. I mean, you you're, you watch it. Uh, there's, I mean, there there's so much uh, comedy in there along with the action, along with the, you know, I guess you could call it horror. So what's the deal? Can you send me back or not? Only the Necronomicon has the power. An unholy book which we also require. Within its pages are passages that can send you back to your time. Only you, the promised one, can quest for it. I don't want your book. I don't want your bullshit. Just send me back to my own time. Pronto, today. Chop. simple stuff like especially at the end where you know he's you know everything's well and good and he didn't say the words you know totally appropriately and you know there's a witch in the store at mm-hmm. you know a smart store and he's like hey she bitch come get some you know it's like simple stuff like that like 
I, I think that movie is uh, is iconic, and I think it also very much helped propel that character into other genres as well, uh, and into other uh, other things. I don't know if you ever seen. Oh God, what was it called? I want to say it's like Hobo with a shotgun. Yeah, Hobo with shotgun. I think that was it with him in it. Bruce Campbell yeah, was Bruce, in that. No, maybe it wasn't Hobo with a shotgun. It was something Hobo something. He was like in a nursing home and there's an evil freaking presence and he essentially reprises his role and yeah, it's... It was a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Sure, it's a, it Check it Bobo. out. It's Bruce Campbell. Um, Bubba Hotep? No. Bubba Hotep. That's it. Bubba it? Hotep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bubba Hotep. Um, yeah. But, like, I mean, all the stuff that he's gone in, and then he had the TV series for a while where he reprised his role as Ash. Yes. And, like, yes. like I think uh, they did very well of transitioning their genre to another one and then trying to go with it, maybe not immediately. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I, there will never be not be a time that I will not be down to freaking watch Army of Darkness. I love that movie. I love it, too. And... You know, I think it gets it's so remembered because it's so campy. Mm-hmm. It, it's Absolutely. it's 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 so it's so fun, and I, I hate to keep saying the word fun, but like you know, Bruce Campbell has a certain charisma. You know, like he's he's a, a complete asshole. It, like mm-hmm. like, but also you want him to win yeah. because like you're you kind of you're the guy because you're from his time. Mm-hmm. You're like, Man, I want him to get back home because that's where I'm from and mm-hmm. and so you're kind of rooting for him but also you're like this guy could be less of a dick to people like yeah yeah <laughs> like he's kind of an asshole you need to be so rude honey you got real ugly and you know like um like the the um the funny the funny things about like you know you're talking about how it's kind of actiony kind of comedy mm-hmm. But also, it's kind of like a spirit Halloween store on crack, when like the, you know, the army of the dead rises and it's they're they're just like cracking jokes and and they're like playing flutes off the bones of the femur bones of other people and yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it, it is. It is completely over the top. But I love the fact that they embrace that. <laughs> Like, they don't hide from it, they don't, they didn't try and, like, conceal any of that from the audience. It was like, no, we know this is over the top. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's, you know, we think it's still good. And I I think, I like that they kept with it. Like, they embraced it. They didn't, you know, all the, when the little, like, mini ashes freaking come out, and they, you know, assault him and all that stuff. You know, London Bridge is falling down, and they yeah. spear him in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. <laughs>
down and they do like a Gulliver's Travels type thing where they tie him down and you know one of them jumps into his mouth and, and he gets the second yeah he gets the second head like all of that like they they knew they're like oh this is so out there like this isn't horror this is this is you know this is graphic comedy what a horrible nightmare <laughs> wait a minute oh god I can't move! Ah! It's it's absurd. (laughs) Yeah. But they went with it, though, and they stuck with it. And throughout the whole movie, though, it was, you know... And all the way up until the end, when you think everything's good, and he's there in the, you know in the shopping store, and everything's good with his girl, and there comes the witch. You're like, okay, like they they carried it all the way up until the end, as far as the you know the just crazy campiness. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. Swallow your soul. Come get some. You know, but before he even gets to the books, he he um the same the same old thing happens like happens in Evil Dead one and two where like the the unseen force is like mm-hmm. chasing him through the woods. Yeah, the first person running through the forest screaming, and then like chases whatever, him into a yeah. windmill. Yep, and then he like. <clears throat> I don't know why he he breaks a mirror and then from the mirror all the reflections mm-hmm. pop out all of his little mini mini uh, ashes yep. and um, and then <laughs> yeah and they go to go to town just torching the hell out of him mm-hmm. and like, it's so so funny because you can see the effects how like they filmed all these different different scenes and then they superimposed them yep. all on top of each other like them jumping into his mouth. Yep. And 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 and, mm-hmm. and tripping him up with the rope and all these things, and then he swallows the one guy, and then the, the that one seems so creepy when he's like scratching his shoulder, he rips it open, and like the eyeball. That's popping the creepiest out. part of the movie. Is is yeah, he he pulls it back, and you see the eyeball sticking out of his shoulder, and he's like, ah! but then the next time you see him though, like there's already a head, like that's the only part of like that eyeball that you see is like that one moment where he first sees it and freaks out, and then the next second he's running outside and he's, you know, got a head, a second head protruding <laughs> from his body. And then before the, they're split up, and and it's like doppelganger, like, yep. I'm good, Ash, and you're bad, Ash, and yep. you're goody two-shoes, and only, yep. yeah. <laughs> goody little two-shoes, goody little two-shoes. What are you? Are you me? I'm bad, Ash. And you're good, Ash. You're goody little two-shoes. You're goody little two-shoes. Goody little two-shoes. <laughs> little goody two-shoes. Little goody two-shoes. Little goody two-shoes. Little goody two-shoes. Little goody two-shoes.
good, bad. I'm the guy with the gun. And then, yeah. and then of course, like Ash, he's Ash is like responsible for everything because that the doppelganger ends up being like the leader, correct? Yeah. Of the army of the dead. Yep, that's <laughs> the army bad guy. Yep. It's like Jesus. Yeah. He, um, he, he. I can't remember how he kills him, but then he like supposedly buries him, and he comes <laughs> back, and now he's the. Hey, you got something on your face. Yep. <laughs> Those drugs. Now you'll see what's what. A man's body is his own personal property. Don't let anybody try and take that away from him. That'll teach you. Yeah, that'll teach you. You shall never retrieve the Necronomicon. You'll die in the graveyard before you get it. Hey, uh, what's that you got on your face? Huh? See how that works? I'll come back for you. Ash runs back after he gets the wrong, gets the book, but he fucks up and he runs back to, to the to the castle and he's like, "Hey, you know, I, I did most of it, yeah. right?" And they're like, "Pretty much, yeah." And but he couldn't give a shit about, dude, he's like, just send me home. And then, lo and behold, you know, the Army of Darkness is coming and they got to, like, prep. So mm -hmm. it's like this montage, this, this ridiculous montage of them, like, chemistry. He has a chemistry, yeah. has a chemistry yeah, book yeah. in his he, trunk. Yeah, in his trunk of his car, he's got, like, chemistry, biology, like, all these books. He's teaching them, like, in-line fighting with, a, you know, a spear and stuff like all that all this craziness he apparently concocts a fucking you know iron hand for him or steel <laughs> hand for himself yeah yeah, yeah where yeah he grabs it and he like grabs a goblet and he's like groovy <laughs> after he crushes it and it's like it's yeah, ridiculous was, yeah ridiculous montage scene groovy and them getting everything together yeah and then Oh yeah, then he like he totally whips, he like soups up his car like yep. with giant like helicopter blades. Yeah, it's and got he... like a propeller, so it as it's driving, you know, he's mowing people down. He's like, I don't know, freaking oh. hitting them with the blade, and uh, oh. yeah, just craziness. I mean, you know, you think about it, you look, you look at the, the acts, the one, two, three acts of this movie, like, not a lot happens. Mm -hmm. It goes back in time, gets set free, goes to get the book, fucks up, army comes to attack, mm -hmm. they repel the army, he, yep. he, he gets the book back, he goes home. Yep. It's, it, I mean, it's not a long movie. Like, how, no. long, how long is this movie? This movie cannot be that it's long. It's like maybe an hour and a half. It's 88 
No, it's okay. 81 minutes okay. long. Just under an hour and a half, yep. And that's with credits. That's Oh, okay. Holy yeah. shit, that's... Well, so, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Talking like an hour and 20 minutes. There an hour and 20 minutes of... Oh, my God, Bruce Campbell hamming it up, hamming it up for... Yeah. Oh, man, it's fantastic. Yeah, like he, he did good with that. He he rode that that role into some of his other roles that he's done over the years. And, you know, good on him for doing that. Someone comes up to you and says, Hey, Army of Darkness, what do you think? Army of Darkness, what's your take on it? What is what is the what is your gut reaction to Army of Darkness? Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell them to their face if they don't like it, they're messed up. <laughs> I, I love that movie so much. I love it for its campiness, like the the way they embrace the entire production of it. I think is great. Like you just, it, it, it to me it reminds me it's more of a modern day Monty Python as far as like we know this is ridiculous, but we're gonna do it. Right. You know, and it turns out to be good. It turns out to be funny. This is almost like comfort food. Mm-hmm. This is like I can. It's like good Chinese takeout. You can sit down. And, you know, if you have a bad day, you can put on an army of darkness. You're, you're going to laugh. You're going to enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah. There's no, like, high stakes. There's no big stressors that's going to, like, mm-hmm. put you on the edge of your seat. It's there just to make you feel good and yep. have a good time and laugh. Name me your favorite parts of the movie. Um, I would have to say when he's sitting there getting the, uh, the grapes fed to him after he saves everyone. Yeah, you know, supposedly, and uh, he tells her to go blow. I think that's funny. Um, but I also love when he uh, he just cannot say the words correct when when he's going after the Necronomicon. He just cannot. He cannot like say the you know the whole. He's grabbing the wrong ones. He grabs the one that freaking bites his hand and is like a bat or whatever and <laughs> flies off. But, like, he gets it, and he, you know, supposedly says the words. Um, and then I think my favorite part, though, is uh, is when he's like, Yo, she bitch, come get some. Yo, she bitch. Let's go. Like, I, I abs- to me... To I me, can. that is a uh, that is my favorite part when he's just like he does that, and you know, in the uh, what was it? I think it was right after he was eating the grapes that that happens because at the end of the movie is is there's like another one, and he just come get some, yeah, come yeah. get some. Yep, he just says come get some and uh, kills her. And that, um, and that well, that scene you were just talking about when um, Yoshi bitch, let's go. That before that, that what precedes that is that when they they think she's dead. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it comes after that part, or he's like, "It's a trick, get her yeah. next." <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 you know, get her down. It's and, a good throwback to yep. the Evil Dead series, and mm-hmm. you know, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> this movie's so over the top. What do you think about the effects, though? Like the effects are so campy and wacky. They are, but I think for for this, because they were not trying to be serious about it. Like it was, it was not a serious, you know, horror film or anything like that. I think, I mean, yeah, they're kind of cheesy some of the effects, but uh, I, I think for this they worked, just because they knew, like, hey, we're not going for huge production value. We're not going for something crazy. Like, we're not going to win an Academy Award or anything like that. We're just trying to make something fun, 
Uh, and I think that uh, in that aspect that they pulled it off. Um, yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, yeah, they were cheesy, but they worked. <laughs> it was so cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the makeup was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then they even had, they had a lot of great lines. Mm-hmm. There's so much good dialogue. But like the, the one, like, if I had to pick like a, a low point, she, uh, there's this line that, what's her face? When she gets in the, the, the girl... Uh, she gets, she gets taken away by the the winged creature. Yep. And she's and later she's with the bad guy. She's like, I feel what was it? I look bad, but I feel good. It's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. So bad. But like collectively, like you know, there's not a part of this movie where I'm just like, eh, they could have done without that. Mm-hmm. I think it all kind of ties in. You know, it's not a long runtime. Yep. And I think that's because everything kind of just fits where it needs to. Mm-hmm. It, it's they, they went out and they set out to tell a story they wanted to say. Mm-hmm. You know, the the the, the, um, the Ash character, like, you know, his whole arc is, like, he, he has to learn to be more selfless. Mm-hmm. And he finally learns how to do that. Like, at the end of the movie, you know, he does not so much, it's not so much the Ash show for him. Mm-hmm. He's, like... Let me train these guys how to fight. Let me train these guys. Let me teach these guys how to make gunpowder. How to yep. better defend themselves. And yep. he, he he gives a rat's ass. And some of that I feel was like he was kind of guilted in, into that. Yeah, because he, he he wants to get home, and like that's his overall arching thing is he wants to get home, and the only way to do so is to you know teach these teach these people these different skills and, and all that stuff but so yeah that's his destiny but he he embraces it he's like well, he does if i gotta do this i'm gonna do it the yep. best i can and that's it go ahead and run run home and cry to mama me I'm through running! I say we stay here and fight it out. Are all men from the future loud mouth braggarts? Nope. Just me, baby. I don't know, like, this hasn't been a... He's kind of like an anti-hero. Like, he's... He is. He, he very much is. Like, if you want to compare that, which we can talk about Deadpool later. <laughs> For sure. Anti-hero, which... Oh, my God. Yeah, like, he's... Deadpool. It's like you, you you hate them, but you love them. Yep. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, if I saw Ash as a character out out in a bar, like, I don't know if I would go up and talk to him. I think he might tell me to go fuck yeah. myself. Yep. But, like, there's deep down, he still has a core of good of a good mm-hmm. person in there. But, uh. Yeah, but if you're getting your ass beat or something like that, he would come in to help you out. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's the type of character he is. Like, he would reluctantly approach the situation. I, and probably make you feel bad about it afterwards. Yeah, why you gotta be such a little bitch to get your ass mm, beat? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to drink a beer. Here Do you some are. Some more push ups. You'll yeah. be fine. Give me some sugar, baby. Oh, man. Uh, what else do you want to? What else do you want? You got to say about this film? What else is? What else is uh, cooking? Oh, I I love this film. I could I could watch it all the time. I mean, 
it is uh, I think it's one of those films that embraces multiple genres mm-hmm. and does not try to dominate any single one of them it just it just is what it is and I think that's why it has such a cult following yeah. and I think that's why like th- this is one of those that will rank up there with like you know if you want to call like Firefly or any of the other ones that has like a cult following of people uh, I think Army of Darkness is because it's it's not your traditional uh, horror film. It is not at all. It's not a no. horror film. It really isn't. It is a. I, I would it, agree. Yeah. It is a like comedic undertone to a horror film, but not to the degree of stuff like uh, what was it like Scary Movie and all those one those spoofs that they made. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not one of those. It is absolutely not one of those. It's it's in his its own special place as far as like, you know, uh poking fun but at the same time, you know doing some some real like, you know, acting work and, and uh and storyline like there is a story to it. There really is. Yeah, it's storyline is Ash is a dick and he wants to go home and yep. he fucks himself over. Yep. And Tony has to like learn to, you know, give back a little bit. Yep. And uh, which is funny because that wasn't really ever explored, to my knowledge or to my recollection of of the first two Evil Dead films. It was just you know, went we, for him. It was survival. Yeah. Well, in, they, the, in the first two films, it was it was mainly survival. Yeah. It was, it was like him and trying to protect you know the ones that he loves, which you know of course he fails to do he does but everyone gets taken out and it's just like it's 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 him versus them Mm -hmm. which kind of transitions though into army of darkness as far as why he has that chip on the shoulder as far as like everyone i've ever tried to save up until this point like they've died so i'm in Mm. it for me that's a good point you know, I'm I'm in it for me. I'm going to survive this shit. You know, wherever the hell this put me at, I'm going to survive it. So I can I can see that because he tried in the first two. He tried everything he could, and everyone died in you know multiple horrible fashions and all that stuff. But this one, it is this one. I think Army of Darkness was about him. And so even though you brought up that you know he's he's you know. Uh, selfish asshole. Yeah, <laughs> but I think at that point, rightfully so, going with the the sequence of the movies into this is, yeah, he's at that point where it's like, well, shit, I've you know, everyone I know and love has died. I've been thrown back, so fuck it, it's on me. Like I'm looking out for me. Yeah, but it's also him towards the end of it coming back to okay, it's not just about me. Having that realization right. that, hey, you know, I need to give back. I need to freaking help out. Like, it's it's never just about one person. It can be about, you know, a whole community or something like that. So, I think that I think that's, you know, pretty accurate. And, like, how would you, like, you know, if, if, uh, if you had to, like, like, equate Ash's journey to a life lesson to your kids or to to don't do acid <laughs> okay I, I don't think we need army of darkness to, to but you know what fair fair point um don't do acid <laughs> yeah you hear that you hear that kids <laughs> leave it alone <laughs> just say no 
But no, like, you know, like, if, if someone were to say, like, you know, if someone had to make you sell the arc of Ash's character as a life lesson, you know, to, in, in a positive spin, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, would, what would be the... Uh, uh, what would be the answer? Like, because the homeboy went through a fucking journey. He did. Like, he did. And I, I think it would be trying to impress upon them that, hey, you know, like, you're going to beat de- get beat down for ridiculous stuff left and right, you know, all the time. Right. But there's an important part to never giving up. And there, there's always going to be some person that is going to benefit from your, your struggle of trying to succeed and do well. And there's always somebody that's going to be, you know, helped out from you trying to do good. If you just accept the bad, then you accept the bad. And it's, you know, that's what it is. But I think, yeah, if somebody were to look at it and be like, you know, it's, it's not necessarily his perseverance. It's his, and not necessarily his, uh, what would you call it? Um, self freaking preservation or anything like that. But there, there also is an element of, Hey, all this blends into each other, self preservation, helping others, you know, being good, you know, even when you're in your in your lowest moments, which at that point, literally, he is. I mean, he'll help everyone he loved died, and he was sucked into a portal, back in time, put into chains, sold as a slave. You know, like he literally went. You know, he went from the bottom up. So it was. Yeah. I think it would be one of those where, like, hey, you can still be a positive influence. I think is is one of the greatest things to take away from that. Even though it's campy as fuck. I'll spoil those good looks! Backstabber! It's super campy, but that's a great yeah. point you made. Like, yeah, like, you know, even he had, he got. He drew the short straw, mm-hmm. for sure. Like he, like life fucked him so hard, mm-hmm. and not like, as hard as that tree with his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, go watch that for yourselves. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> with parental supervision, or maybe watch it without your parents. That might be a little bit better. Yeah, or just don't watch. It just don't watch. You don't it. need to see that. Yeah, that's. That was part one. That was the first. That was the first Evil Dead. That was the first one. Yeah. Oh man. So you know, on on if we're judging how life fucks you based on how a tree fucks your your significant <laughs> other, I mean, I think Ash he got it pretty good. Yeah, he got it he pretty did. good. You know, so yeah, like no wonder he's so jaded and so mm-hmm. bitter and so cynical. Like, yeah. like fuck you. What did what did y'all do ever do for me? Like I'm stuck here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point, you know, like, you know, and, but at the end of the day, he, he recognizes that he has the, the tools and the, and the knowledge to not only help himself, but help, help those who are, who are around him. And, and he rises to the occasion, yep. you know, as the reluctant hero, the anti-hero, yep, kind of yep. has to do. I possess the Necronomicon. I've crushed a pathetic army. Now I'll have my vengeance! 
Buckle up, bonehead. Cause you're going for a ride. And uh, so, yeah, I think he, he kind of closes his arc pretty succinctly and pretty well. And he does. And I think I think they wrap that up in the last scene of the movie where he's, you know, back in his time mm-hmm. and, you know, he's talking to his girl and all of a sudden, you know, of course, because he didn't say shit right, you know, <laughs> things get melded. But the fact that, like, I, I think that they wrapped it up because he's now, he's now uh, combining the two lives of him prior to with his girl everything being good and then his you know because honestly he was a badass mm-hmm. when he was you know dealing with sure. evil absolutely he was a badass yeah and now he is bringing that into his his realm his normal realm right um so yeah when she shows up and he's just like yo she bitch come get some and he just freaking you know goes to it like at that point, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, like, he realizes that, like, this is my lot in life. This is where I'm at. Like, I'm back with my girl, whom I love, but at the same time, I'm still this badass person that knows how to fight, you know, said evil that's coming out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's funny, like, you, you, you know, you, you can mask all those tones with um, campiness, and silliness mm-hmm. and special effects, yeah. but we're still there. Like mm-hmm. you know, we, and we can all kind of relate to to Ash because we there's always things that we don't want to do, but we have to mm-hmm. do. Absolutely. And yep. Ash is that embodiment of like you know, hey, life sucks, but yep. too bad. Yep. Push through it, persevere. Yep. So what are you, what are you going to rate this thing? Oh, I would definitely rate this as a A plus. I would, I would, I would watch this movie over flawless, and over again. Flawless victory. Yeah, flawless victory. This this movie to me hits all the tones. I mean, if I'm feeling mad, bad, sad, it doesn't matter. This movie hits it on all the tones. And I think that also the, I think what really does it is the way that they brought the story in from the first two, um, because it's not as prominent in this one. However, it is still a root of the, uh, you know, of the movie. Um, but the fact that the, uh, you know, basically they were like, hey, this is no longer a horror movie. This is what we're doing. This is the type of movie we're doing. And I think they embraced that so well, the way that they did it. Like, I don't care about the, uh, the, the crappiness of the special effects i actually think adds to the campiness of the movie because it is it 100 i mean this is this is like a rocky horror picture show like you either love it or you hate it like you you don't there's no in between with this stuff like you're either gonna love army of darkness or you're gonna hate it and if you love it you're gonna love it because it's so freaking campy and so catchy that you just you know you, you can't say anything bad about it, but that's just me. Yeah, you know I'm gonna echo your uh, your rating. I'm also gonna give this one a flawless victory. And I think it it, it comes back to back to the rewatchability mm. of it. 
and not just the rewatchability, like like the comfort food thing I was saying earlier, but like the whole like the whole arc of Ash's character, you know, on it, it's it's so many components of a perfect recipe. You know, like some people thought Evil Dead Two was a funnier movie, or they thought Evil Dead the the original was mm-hmm. a, a stronger horror kind of feel, yeah. but you know, and that's and that's fine. But I feel like Army of Darkness has its has reached the pinnacle that it's you know gotten to because it's this almost perfect blend mm-hmm. of 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 hijinks and silliness and campiness with dread and horror and yeah. uncertainty mm-hmm. and you know it's it's the hero's story like he gets put in a situation life sucks he figures it out and he he overcomes it at the end and i can watch this movie you know any day yep like put it on tonight i'm gonna watch yep. it put it on in the morning i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it like it's yep. so fun yeah it is it's absolutely it good so yeah well, man, Army of Darkness. God, it came out in nineteen ninety-two. Holy crap! Yeah, let's that's let's not let's talk not about talk about that. No, it, but it but I bring that up because it's relevant to the power it still possesses. Oh, absolutely. And going, I would I would absolutely love to. And I know you hear this every year at the Wrinkle Ball. <laughs> Freaking, you know, born in two thousand or two thousand one or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, it's like, have you guys ever? Uh, to me, this movie is a and and this goes along with also another movie. Uh, I think Legend is another movie that everyone should watch. It's, it's a, that's kind of a forgotten classic. It is, and I mean, granted, homeboy elf with the weird eyes gets me every time. He's still freaking weird, but I think the the story, uh, and the production value, and Tim Curry being the devil is absolutely amazing. I mean, holy crap! It's Tim Curry. Is, yeah, it's Tim Curry. Um, but uh, I think. I think that Army of Darkness is one of those that it's like yeah I I think that's almost like a necessary like reading a necessary viewing that kids should have like that's that's cultural to me. Interesting, yeah. I I really think it is like there's some stuff that is just like a a scent of a woman. I oh think, wow! I think that is a cultural movie. Uh, and not just about how people treat people with, you know, disabilities or anything like that, but also, you know, I mean, it goes into veterans, it goes into all that stuff, disabilities, um, that movie that, though, just, and also goes into, you know, standing up for yourself, standing up for others, not being a freaking snitch, and, (laughs) you know, just, yeah, like, it, it hits so many different things, um, yeah, that that's another one that like is like to me that's mandatory viewing. It's like you want to know about life, you want to know about stuff. You should watch some of these movies and take some of the lessons learned from them. Like especially *Scent of a Woman*. I freaking love that. And my we'll cousin, have to have my a, cousin Vinny. My cousin that's Vinny. That's another one. Oh, the the end. The we, end. we we gotta say oh, that yeah. for the next time. Oh, yeah, we have to. We yeah, have. That's to. a good one. I actually just watched that the other weekend, and I freaking love it. <laughs> It's a good one. It is. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have nothing bad to say about yeah. my cousin Vinny at all. 
But, uh, Except oh. that there was no karate. <laughs> Leave Ralph Macchio alone. <laughs> you know, that's not his legacy. Have, but you, have you watched Cobra Kai? I have not. Oh, my. It's on YouTube, right? Lord. Oh, my fucking Lord. It's okay. good, right? Yes. <laughs> the, you, your reaction. Is, mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> you, you might have to at this point. It might be on YouTube Plus, which if you do free for 30 days and cancel it, you can just binge watch everything and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, holy shit, yes. I'm telling you right now, like, the way that they did it. I like, okay, I like all the Karate Kids. I like mm-hmm. one, two, three, and the next Karate Kid. The way that they did it is so. they place it in... They, they they do talk from Ralph Macchio's position, but they also talk from the other position as well. And that's where the main story is. And it is... I mean, the way that they do it, the way that they present it, and like the realism of... My fucking life got ruined by this shit. Like, like damn. No, okay. Like, it's, it's seriously... You're getting deep then, right now. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, dude. Like... <laughs> They do a very good job. Of yeah. It. Like, seriously. Like, Joss and I freaking binge-watched the fuck out of it. And we were like, oh my god. I can't wait for the next season to come out. Like, And it really? gets to the point, too, where um, Homeboy and Ralph Macchio actually, like, are starting to, like, realize, like, hey. You know, because Ralph Macchio was the good. Sure, sure, and sure. I can't fucking remember his name was the bad but he yeah. realizes that his former sensei was a fucking dick and a horrible dude and he's like yes so there's what i've learned there are practical applications for good i was just taught to use them poorly and he like tries to kind of and it's like numerous times they try to get together and come as one but like something happens and they break apart again and you know it sounds really interesting I heard oh, I've heard nothing oh, but good things dude, about it. You're reinforcing oh, the need to watch it. You need to see it. It's freaking good. It's on YouTube Plus. Yeah, YouTube Plus. Okay. Um, I think the first season might can they just be make free. Once can they make one streaming service? I wish. They Come on, out there, people. Jesus I Christ. Wish they could. But yeah, dude. Oh my God, I'm telling you, you watch this, you're gonna be like, holy shit, like. Give me the next season. I want to see this because the way season two ends. Not very many shows do that for me. Like, like I like a lot of good shows. I think, no, yeah, okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. You know. Yeah. Oh wow, but okay. So, great, great, <laughs> great sidestep into Karate Kid territory. But you know, we're, we're wrapping up here. Uh, Army of Darkness. Have you seen it? You should go see it. I. Drew and I both agree mm-hmm. it yeah. is it is a, a, a must watch. Absolutely, it's it's. Don't be that person like oh I don't like scary movies. It's not scary. There there is going to be so much it's in so the real fun. world that pops off of stuff from this movie that you will never even recognize until you see it, and you're like oh my goodness, that's where that came from. Like, trust me, I would agree. Trust me. Sure, I could have stayed in the past. Could have even been king. But in my own way, I am king. Hail to the king, baby.
Awesome. Well, hey, Drew, man, thanks for stopping by. Chatting about Army of Darkness, one of my favorite movies. Obviously, one of your favorite movies. We could talk about it all day. Um, yeah, guys, thanks for stopping by, and we'll catch you in the next time. Thanks a lot. See ya. And there you go, folks. There you go. I have a never-ending amount of praise for this film. It's an A-plus gem. Go see it if you haven't already. What are your uh, favorite lines from this film, if you have seen it? Would you hang out with Ash if given the chance? Let me know. Uh, once again, please find me on the social medias and all that good stuff. Twitter, Instagram, at BSP Film Podcast. If you do the Facebook thing, go give some love to the Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn page. And depending on where you're hearing this podcast... Uh, give me a good rating. Give me a rating. Five stars. Please, I hope so. <laughs> uh, it'll help me out greatly. So thanks for that. Uh, next time, I think we're going to do some Spielberg. Yeah, some Spielberg. How does that sound? I'm super excited for that. That man's back catalog is just fantastic. Uh, until then, this is John saying thanks for stopping by, folks, and take care. <laughs>